And that's what's up, guys. We are three and four tonight on this Sunday night, the back-to-back. I am one of your hosts for tonight, JT, joined by two of my co-hosts for tonight. Let's start off with Dre. Say what's up to the people. Yo, I'm in here. We in the building. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. And, of course, my other co-host to my right, cannot forget about this guy always down for a podcast, Mr. Ryan Mack. Hey, yo, big man, medium-sized man here. And I want to throw a quick shout-out to all the marks out there who liked us, followed us, retweeted us. I thought it was just too sweet. Sweet. That's right, Mark. We do appreciate all the love that you are giving us your likes. Uh, please do follow us at Marks with Mikes. That is M-A-R-K-S-W-I-T-H-M-I-C-S on Twitter and Instagram. We have, uh, like I said before, two episodes tonight. It's already been tweeted out uh, there on the Instagram and Twitter. Our first episode, we are going to talk about WrestleMania week. And our second episode uh, for tonight, which will be episode four, we're going to be having a special guest on Will the Thrill, up-and-coming wrestler that I met down in New Orleans. Can't wait to hear from this guy, and he may be bringing a special guest along, too. So uh, you never know what's going to happen on Mark's Market Mike. But let's go ahead and jump into WrestleMania week. We're going to start off with NXT versus WrestleMania. Uh, which one had the better show? Uh, we're going to start off with Dre. Which one had the better show? Which one do you lean more towards? Let's hear it. All right. Now, let's see. It's about two differences to this. Now, NXT had the better show just because the matches were less matches, less time. It was, you know, very action-packed. From, you know, had the audience in it from the beginning to the end. And, you know, if we're going to look at that point of view, then definitely going to give the crown to NXT. But, you know... Maybe if, you know, WrestleMania can be about three hours as well, you know, I think it would be the same thing. You know, it's just hard to really, you know, say, you know, that a better show than WrestleMania just because it's the granddaddy of them all, you know. And that's what all them NXT hopefuls are trying to get to at the end of the day, you know. But, you know, right now NXT does take the crown a little bit just because of the, the length of, you know, the length of time and, you know, you need a good fresh three-hour show for wrestling, especially with an event like that. You know, WrestleMania was about eight eight hours. You know, you were down there, JT, so you, you know how it was. So, yeah. Oh, yes, I do. I yeah. No so, first you know, And, you know, it's just, you know, if it was a little more or less, you know, more action-packed, I think it'll be, you know, it'll be up there. It'll be It'll be neck and neck, but I give it to NXT as in the better show because just because of the time and the matches were more, you know, more impactful and the audience was more into it. So, you know, that's that's my answer. I could go with this all day, but, you know, I'm going to let y'all add y'all. All right, Ryan. Ryan Mack, what is your take? NXT versus WrestleMania, which one had the better show? Tell me why. Yeah, and before I start, just to take a, off a point Dre made, I am glad you brought it up, like, as far as the time goes, like, you do have to give them a little bit of slack, because they have so much stuff they have to fill and everything, 
Right. You know, and it's like, and, and NXT was what, three hours, I think? And they about had three hours, yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, right about what you want for a pay-per-view. You can just, they can hit you with all their best shots and everything. Meanwhile, WrestleMania, was that legit like seven hours? Like for real? I mean, it, it's like, yeah, about seven hours. It yeah. Had to be, yeah. And I missed like the first three things on it. Like I didn't see like the battle Royals. I didn't see what was the other, there was like three things on the pre-show that I didn't the even see. Cruiserweight and the both battle Royals. Yes. The cruiserweight. That's what I missed. Yeah. And I still tried to watch the whole thing and I still fell asleep before the end of it. Like I didn't yeah. see hardly any of the uh, Roman Reigns Brock. Yeah. 2018. Do you know how short people's attention spans are? I can't do anything for seven hours anymore. Are you kidding right. me? You know, it's, so there's just no way they're going to be able to really, you know, pull it off as effectively. But again, from just a pure like entertainment and wrestling standpoint, NXT by far. Like, I mean, uh, we talked about on the last podcast how much we all enjoyed it. I was super into it, you know, and I, that was the thing I was most excited about over the whole weekend. It had the match of the weekend with the six man uh, for the North American Championship, which uh, JT and I were talking about. I want to buy one of those. Those belt, that belt is cool and it's growing on me every time I see it. But um, and I'm a big mark for Adam Cole now, as we uh, talked about as well. Uh, but shout out Adam, Adam Cole, Cole, Adam Cole baby. baby. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely. Hey, I definitely agree with you guys on that. As uh, far as the time goes, you are right. If WrestleMania was down to three yeah. hours like it used to be, then yes, you could say that the shows were yes. going to connect. Now, if WrestleMania was able to do two shows, two days, do you think it still has the best result? I mean, honestly, since I was there, I'm going to speak on this perspective. Okay? NXT, by far, gave you a, a feeling, a vibe of almost being back into the mm-hmm. attitude. And it it felt it felt like a it it, it indie show on steroids with yeah. WWE's money behind it. I mean, it was great. I mean, even down even down to the live performances, even down to the matches, and the fact that you don't even need that much of a story. Uh, weeks and weeks and weeks of uh, storylines that take twenty of thirty minutes mm-hmm. or an hour out the show. I mean, NXT is very short, simple, straight to the point. Hey, I don't like you. This is the reason why I stuck <laughs> to me. Let's fight. That's what I like about NXT. But I, w- I will tell you, like, far as WrestleMania goes, it was a good show. I was there for entirely too long. And I'm not even going to lie. Once once we got to the Brock Lesnar match, it was beach ball <laughs> oh, wow. all day. It was beach I seen beach balls falling from each and every side of the mm. Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And when I tell you security and police officers were running to kick people out left and right and throwing them. But I will tell you, Brock Lesnar got so mad that he thought that the people were looking at him. We were booing that the actual security guards for grabbing the beach fans. Who will pop the beach balls? That's who yeah, it was a big game. argument with him and Vince backstage about that. He felt the match was bad. That's right. Yeah, but you know what? No one, no one was really watching the match. I'm gonna be honest. Like besides those Roman Reigns, right. super diehard right. fans, which, which which used to be the John Cena right. fans. Uh, other so than that, let me let me ask you this, JT. So 
when did the crowd, since you were down, when did the crowd really uh-huh. get what what hour? Let Fifth me ask you this: what hour and what match after you know which? When did the crowd get disconnected from the product? Like you. Were- Honestly, what what did it for me was the tag team match between uh, the Bar versus Braun Strowman and uh, his special guest. I want to say something about that real quick. I mean, honestly, watching yeah. that segment live, I was pissed. But but far as but but far as like you know, for a crowd, yeah, it was cute. But as a person that paid two seventy five right. plus a piece for two tickets. To sit there and see you not bring out an actual wrestler, and you go to a kid, which is probably a referee's son or one of the guys in the back son, to play a part of your tag team partner, I was pissed off. And honestly, okay. that's, that's when it's I like, started. Losing. A lot of people online are talking about, like, work. oh, if you're mad that, you know, a 10-year-old um, got to be tag team champion and all this, and, you know, you can't let the kid have a good time, then, you know, you're – you're a loser, you're a bad person, or something like that. And it's like, I'm not upset, but I'm just like, it was just so stupid. Like, they could have done almost anything else. They could have done Braun Strowman by himself. They could have done um, any number of things. But it was, yeah, it pissed me off, too. And also, the placement of where they put that at. They put that at right before the Brock. Versus Roman Reigns. Like, that went on after AJ And that was when I really checked out, too. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep now. Like, I really don't care if I fall asleep. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I was, like, dead tired after the, I will say, after the AJ-Shinsuke match. And I think with the, I think the match would have been, the story of that match would have been told better had it not been for the, I think it was, was it Triple H and Stephanie before that? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. If, if I can remember, I had too many drinks and too many uh, edibles. But w- what I what what I can say, what I get when I can say on that, uh, honestly, that whole entire just, I mean, the card was okay. You know, of course, run around really shot the hell out of everybody. I, I wasn't. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked. Yeah, she looked. No, I wasn't shocked either from watching her in the UFC. I knew she could pull it off physically. Like, I just, I knew she wouldn't be a really good promo either, and she wasn't, you know, but I wasn't surprised. No, she didn't. no, no, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about, like, you know, physically having, you know, the 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 coordination to do it. It's more so seeing her transition so fast. Well, you got to look, though. I mean, you see know, fighter we had a, yeah, a lot of people really transition pretty like I said, Ken Shamrock, he transitioned pretty well. Look at her buddy Shayna Baszler. She's the say, oh man, she's great. Yeah, Shayna Baszler is great, and let's give a shout out to Shayna Baszler. Thanks for taking that picture with me at um uh, at the at yeah, at she Razzle. looked pretty so tall. Man, she had to be at least six two. <laughs> nah, uh, no, she wasn't that tall. I was, I was actually uh, really now. Uh, okay. yeah, oh. she's not that tall, but I will tell you this if it came down to a fight, <laughs> I ain't trying to fight. Hey, guys, so, guys, um, if I could go back real quick to like the two shows versus each other, as far as like the feel of it, like we talked mm-hmm. about 
how NXT came right. out and set a uh, like a, they set the tone with that band at the beginning because it was dark and it was brooding, and they showed all these like you know big spots and aggressive scenes and whatnot. They they told you it was going to be like hard hitting and you know like. I felt it could have been rated like at least a TV 14 if we were going back to the attitude area. It had to be with all the violence and everything. It was. Oh, yes. And it, definitely TV it was great. 14, and they man. pulled it off definitely. really well the whole night. And then I don't know about you guys. I mean, JT, you were there, you know, but um, Dre, if you were watching it on, on TV on the network, like I was um, mm -hmm. almost as soon as it started, when I watched my first match on there, I just got this feeling of how different it was. And it felt like, even though it was a, big, a bigger production and it had more money behind it, it just felt kind of like cheesier and more like cartoonish and definitely not as real as NXT did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, that's what I was getting to when it comes down. We're, we're pretty much all together. We're all just going to say NXT had the better show far as for your, far as for your money. They had the better show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can just, yeah. I mean, never, WrestleMania was great. It was great. I mean, I did enjoy Broken Matt winning <laughs> the Andre. Uh, the the Women's Battle Royal, they threw a swerve at me with Naomi winning. Yeah, that kind of uh, threw a swerve at me. Uh, well, I didn't even, you know, I figured that, um, who, who got thrown? Was it Sasha or Bailey or whoever? And, and I yeah, just noticed I mean, Naomi. I'm like, where the hell did she come from? Yeah. She ruined my prediction, so I hate her. And uh, because I had, what was it, Sasha or Bailey was my prediction, and that was there. And then she snuck in right at the end and threw her out. I was like, come on, how dare you? As uh, far as me, I love Naomi. I've always loved Naomi just because she's a Florida girl, just like I'm a Florida girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Florida boy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm joking. Oh, uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Shout out to all the LGBT people out there. You we have no problem with it. A wrestling fan yeah. is a wrestling fan. I said, you are whatever What's you that? feel, man. I've changed genders twice already on this podcast. So, you know, go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I, have to, I think I'm crossing my legs right now. <laughs> uh, but no, but no, back to it, though. Uh, Naomi, hey, we, we, we love Naomi for that. And she did an awesome job. I mean, think about it. From her coming from the funk of that to <laughs> yeah. right now, two-time WWE SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, so shout-out to Naomi being the first ever uh, Women's Battle yeah. Royal uh, winner. And then, of course, she had uh, the ultimate to me that night was the streak being defeated. I mean, Asuka being taken down by Charlotte Flair. I mean, that was surprising, but then again, She's a flair. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, it was surprising. It, it was one hell of a match, too. I mean, those girls really did throw down, and they threw down pretty damn good. So shout out to that. Uh, what, what did you all think about that match, Oscar versus uh, Charlotte? Man. Uh, match of the night, in my opinion. Um, they – told a very good story, man. Like, I really didn't expect Charlotte to win. I thought Asha, I mean, Asuka, I'm sorry, I'm getting names wrong, too. <laughs> Asuka would continue her dominance, and and it's like, well, wow, for her to lose like that, it's like, well, did you not trust in her? Or, you know, it was just like, wow, I'm just shocked. A hell of a match, though. A hell of a match. 
from the start to finish, it was great. I love how Charlotte was going to go for the little dive on the Oscar, and Oscar just caught it with a choke. And it was like, wow, caught it midair like a Venus flytrap. Like, where are you going? Choked around and stuff. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it had to be the best match on the card to me, you know. But big's up to, big up to Charlotte, though. I mean, she is the queen, and she beat, she beat the street. Hey, just like Oscar said, you was ready for Oscar. Congratulations. <laughs> and, I, and I have to say, I mean, that was a shocker. Ryan, what about you? What did you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I thought it was a really good match, too. I think it was the, the best singles match of the night for sure. Maybe a match of the night if I, if I sat down and thought about it. Uh, compared to all the other ones, I think I enjoyed it more um, than any of the other ones on the card. And uh, like Dre said, that spot with the uh, Charlotte doing the jump off the rope and the Oscar caught it in the submission, that was really cool. I didn't see that coming, and I, I wasn't even sure she could pull something like that off. That was really cool. But um, And then the finish, um, yeah, I was very surprised just because I had heard so many things about Oscar like going all the way to next WrestleMania, um, you know, and them doing her versus – Ronda, Ronda yeah. I guess they'll do her versus um, Charlotte now is really what everybody's saying, which makes sense. But, you know, it's it's good. It's 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 better than how a lot of streaks have been handled. Certainly better than how they did like Goldberg and other people and stuff like that. It really doesn't halt her momentum too much. And it's good to kind of get it out of the way. And she can just be, you know, she doesn't have that pressure on her anymore. That's not like all she's about. They can expand her character and she can have more great matches with people. And I'm sure she'll get the belt eventually, probably sooner than later, you know, so. Oh, most definitely. I mean, speaking of uh, streaks, like you said, yeah, they definitely handled that a lot better than Goldberg. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it uh, Kevin Nash that uh, broke Goldberg's streak with the assistance from uh, Scott Hall and the Taser? Oh, wow. Yeah. You got it, Big Bang. What is that? What is that? Halloween Havoc sold out? Was it one of them? No, it wasn't sold out. I'm gonna say it was. Super I don't Bowl. know. You know, I think it was like Halloween Havoc. It was for the title, right? Yeah, I think right. that might have been Halloween Havoc. I'm about to look that up. I think it was Super Bowl because yeah. Halloween Havoc was the one where he fought DDP and it went off. Oh, and it went off the air. We air yeah, and yeah, they yeah. lost a bunch of money, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for them. But yeah. But yeah, that that was Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I'm a huge WCW uh, mark. You're not gonna beat me there. Uh, so, but that that was a very good match. Uh, let's talk about all these jam packed matches, your your fatal four ways and your triple threats. Uh, let's start off first of all with the triple threat match between Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and uh, of course the Miz. What was your take on that? Um, you know what? It it started off the match. It started off the card very well. I loved it. Triple threat match. It really got the crowd into it. I love. I love Seth Rollins' entrance. Probably had to be entrance of the night next to um next to Mustafa Ali and Triple H. Um, but you know it was action packed, close calls. You know, really got WrestleMania started. Had the crowd into it. You know, big up to Seth Grand Slam Rollins. And you That's know, right. it was a good match. It was a great match. You know. And that's really all I can say about it, you know. It, you know, I'm mad the Miz lost because I had the Miz winning the match. But uh, yep, sorry, hey, Miz. Uh, hey, gotta the Miz try to get awesome, back okay? Shout out to the Miz. All right, you're awesome. He's our guy. He's from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. But 
Shout out to Monroe Scott. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've been, he's a daddy now. I really uh, enjoyed the match too. I would say it was my second favorite match of the night behind uh, Oscar and Charlotte. And uh, yeah, I thought the right guy won. It was kind of what I think they're trying to do with Seth Rollins is um, what I was kind of predicting and that they're going to make him like, they're, they're going to reinvigorate him, you know, because he was the champ for a while and then he kind of fell out of the main event scene and he's going to be like that workhorse, you know, intercontinental champion like they used to have in the 80s and 90s and stuff like that where the intercontinental champion was regarded right with you know like just a step below perhaps you know like the uh the wwe champion wwf whatever um right and just yeah it's gonna be good for seth rollins and um i really like finn balor too but um you know somebody had to win somebody had to lose so i i think it was good time for the Miz to drop it but I'm interested to see what they do with Balor too. Like I think there's a good chance he's involved in the superstar shakeup. You know, he would he would benefit from going to SmackDown. I think. I, I think I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I think he will. We are all. SmackDown. I think we're all in agreement with that. And uh, we're not going. He said that, of course, NXT had a better show. But uh, the next thing we want to talk about. Uh, which is going to be very, very important to me. It's Monday Night Raw versus SmackDown Live. Those two shows. Uh, how did you like the surprises on on, on on those shows? Let's start off with Monday Night Raw. You, you had you had a surprise. First off, you had a surprise of uh, Ronda Rousey coming back out and uh, putting uh, Stephanie McMahon inside that armbar. That was a big surprise to us. But uh, let's talk about the, the return of number one, Samoa Joe. I want to talk about him. That the crowd popped so loud on that return. That return, to me, honestly, had one of the largest pops that I can remember in years. I mean, Samoa Joe, unfortunately, has missed his second WrestleMania. Uh, it, Actually, WrestleMania one. He had, um, the last WrestleMania. I don't think he even had a match. But uh, the car due to injury. But I think he had just as big of a moment returning on Monday Night Raw, and I can already see where they're going with that between him and Roman Reigns. But how do you all feel about that Samoa Joe return? Don't get sure. Right. I mean, yeah, I'll go anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take first. I'm gonna take the opposite route, I suppose. Um, and you can say what you want, but Samoa Joe doesn't do it for me. There, I said it. He doesn't uh, doesn't get my wrestling juices flowing for whatever reason. Really? But, yeah. Really? But, you got a comment on that one, but I, you know, I respect his in ring ability, and I, I appreciate you know what he can do for a guy his size and all that stuff. Maybe it's his look. Maybe it's the way he talks. I don't know. Maybe I'm too much like Vince McMahon where uh, he, he doesn't have a good body, brother. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm not sure what it is. He just never has really gotten me super excited to, like, watch a Samoa Joe match, even though I, I concede that he's good, you know. But uh, I, I don't know. It just he's not my guy. You don't you don't remember the matches back in TNA? Man, I did not watch a lot of TNA. I can tell you that. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I'm sorry to disappoint y'all. It was pretty pretty good with those two. (laughs) 
Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. What do you think about that? Say it one more time for me, JT. Say it one more time for me. Anyone remember the TNA match, uh, Samojo versus Kurt You know what? Was it at, uh, was it at Bound for Glory? I think that was. I could be wrong, but I know that that was one hell of a match. I mean, Samojo and Kurt Angle, that, that was, uh, that was the match that put Kurt Angle basically as a TNA staple. Samojo. I thought it, I also thought it was his match with, with Jeff Jarrett. I mean, that match was good too, but <laughs> slap nuts. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Jarrett, uh, new Hall of Famer there, WWE Hall of Famer. Um, that's J E double F. Um, I want to know uh, what happened between like Jeff Jarrett and Vince McMahon. Like, did Jeff Jarrett come across some incriminating <laughs> pictures of Vince McMahon to get in the Hall of Fame this year? Like, all they've done is bury Jeff Jarrett for like the last decade, and now all of a sudden he's in the Hall of Fame. It's like, what is that? I think they want that TNA library. You yeah, know, he probably... is the founder. But correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think Anthem owns all rights. Yeah, I still yeah, they can get their hands. But they but they do a lot of references to TNA on WWE television, though. Especially on Monday Night Raw when Kurt Hankles told Sami Zayn <laughs> and Kevin Owens that I heard TNA is hard. I think that, that was, was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh! The whole arena laughed. Oh my god! Well, because they, they, they never say TNA on air, never, and that's why it popped everybody. Yeah, no, they, they, they never do. I mean, they've only said it on the network, and that was only with two specials. I believe, I believe one. Well, of them. you know, I believe TNA don't call themselves TNA anymore. I think it's more they just go by Impact. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. So I don't. So I don't think they. I don't think they go by TNA anymore. So, yeah, know. but you know, at at the same time, I mean, come on, if, if you say the word TNA, you're you're, you're only you're only going to take think of two uh, things. You're going to think of uh, Impact Wrestling, uh, T- Test and Albert. I mean, those are only two things I can think of. <laughs> Test and Albert, yes, exactly. <laughs> but but uh, I I think Samoa Joe had had a good return that night. Uh, let's also talk about the debut of Authors of Pain. Oh man, I've been waiting for them to come up to the main roster for about a year now. I love it. I'm I'm not really sold on the thing of them dropping Paul Ellering like that. Me neither. I didn't get but yeah. But you know, I guess they need to, I guess, but I don't know, man. You know. Yeah, and what is Paul Ellering? Right. I think it was more well, realistically, it was more the fact that he's older and does he want to do the travel and probably not. That's probably true. I think it's time for them to build on their own, you know, but I think they really needed that mouthpiece. I think that was really got them over and got them over in NXT was Paul Ellering, just that mouthpiece. So it's kind of hard now where, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they go, you know. Very, very interesting. Uh, j- just see those two monsters debuted. I mean, I don't know. I, I know Vince hates factions, but I can see them doing a 
faction probably added uh, Samoa Joe to the group. I don't know. Or they would just be like good heavies to like add to a faction. You know, like if you had a faction in place already, you added the authors of pain as like your not. I don't want to call them like henchmen, like you know, come and do the dirty work and soften guys up. You know, because they're big and bad dudes. You know. Yeah, those, yeah, those guys are big guys. I mean, I'm I'm a big dude, but yeah, those, those guys are big. Are, they're big boys, man. They make you look like a little boy, man. <laughs> well, some big boys. <laughs> well, hey, look, I, hey, I, you're I a big boy too. I, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, yeah. but they're they're pretty they're pretty bulky. But uh, no, uh-huh. I, I'm not sure what that uh, what direction they're gonna take either with uh, dropping Paul. But they do need a mouthpiece, and I say if they do do a faction, join them up with Samoa Joe. Let him be the mouthpiece. Because honestly, Samoa Joe is money on that microphone. That would be cool. money on that microphone. He cuts pretty good promos. Uh. Every promo that Samoa Joe's cut since he's been called up has been awesome, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, moving on from the AOP and Samoa Joe, let's talk about the other call-up from NXT. Let's talk about Amber Moon. Amber Moon, um, I think it was about time. Definitely about time for a call-up. I think she's a little bit long overdue. I think I think Ember Moon should have been on the main roster somewhere around the time that she lost to Oscar, and I believe that was no. I, I think that was a rumor her momentum losing to Oscar and then getting called up, you know. But I mean, I'm glad she's got called up, you know. I just I want to see how WWE is gonna you know use her, especially on that loaded women's roster. But we'll see tomorrow after the Superstar Shakeup to see how everything goes. But you know, I'm glad that she's called up though. And shout out to Alexa Bliss for selling the Eclipse very well. Oh yeah, she she can uh, definitely sell that Eclipse. She can not tell me about, about anything she wants, but uh, in any event, um, I like I like Ember Moon a lot too. And uh, like we talked about on the last uh, podcast, I've also developed a little crush on her as well. She's uh, she's got something special, and uh, also in the ring as well. She had a great match with uh, Shayna Baszler <laughs> before she got called up. And like you said, I think it was about time. She had an awesome. Match. Oscar and uh, did a good job with the belt in NXT, and yeah, I'm excited to uh, have her added to the women's division, and it really uh, adds a lot to it. Oh, it definitely does add a lot. Shout out to Emma Moon. Uh, definitely, that that's always been my little follow crush here since she debuted, and ever since she was Athena. But uh, you know, that's in the indie scenes. Mm. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, move from there. We're going to talk about. Uh, the return of Jeff Hardy. What did you all think about that? I mean, I think it was much, much needed. Uh, that segment that he uh, cut with Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more, I'm more interested. I wish they would let him be Brother Nero and do stuff with, uh, you know, Matt and Bray Wyatt and delve into that further. But I guess they're going to kind of put him in the uh, intercontinental scene right now. I don't see them putting the belt on him, but they have some good matches with like Seth Rollins and all the guys, you know, that are circulating around the belt right now and uh, will be in the future. But I don't know. I just, I've always liked Jeff Hardy. It's hard not to like the guy, right? He's had some of the biggest moments and spots in, in wrestling history for high flyers and all that. But, He's taking some of the biggest bumps. Oh, absolutely. When he went through like the, uh, the table, uh, when Bubba Ray was 
got out of the way and he went off the ladder like 20 feet in the air to the floor. <laughs> I legit thought he died. I was like, that's too much trauma for one human to take. But uh, yeah, I just don't know. And he's like 40 years old and I'm glad he's still able to uh, get around. I'm glad he seems to be uh, of good sound body and mind, you know, as far as uh, some issues he's had in the past. But I just don't know like long term what they do with him or how long he sticks around. And I hope he just doesn't get like buried in the mid card or anything like that, you know? Yep. I definitely understand that. Uh, and I would definitely never want to see him buried because he's too much of a damn talent to be buried yeah. anywhere. I mean, they, they will never, they will never bury him. I They're, mean, that's exactly. the favorite party for them. Vince loves him. Well, a lot of people want to see him get one more run at one of the, whichever title, you know, for whichever show he might be on after the shakeup and everything. They'd love to see one more Jeff Hardy title run before he gets too old, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that'd be perfect. I mean, he's, he's not Goldberg's age, so uh, why not? I mean, mm-hmm. Goldberg, I think, is one of the oldest champions that we had uh, mm-hmm. thus far. So, yeah. Well, I'm, well no, there's also Hogan. Uh, I think Hogan was, what, 90 years old when he won the Undisputed title? Hogan Hogan should have been Braun Strowman's partner. There it is, right there. That would have been nice. But, hey, that, that segment was, was great. With Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, interesting character twists that they're doing with uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, the whole Matt Hardy thing. But just, just that backstage segment to me, just seeing the two brothers interact, uh, you had him almost somewhat talking as Brother Nero, <laughs> but he didn't have the full get up. And then you had Matt Hardy and those two rambling on. And of course, you had, uh, well, here, here's a little bit of it. Oh, you know, I asked you a, a message. I'm sure it accidentally got deleted. <laughs> deleted. For Andres, Battle Royale of Giants. Yes, I was. And I won due to an all-too familiar. <laughs> hey. I love it. I love that. Yeah. Hey, let, let's talk about that. Where do you think this is, this is going with Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy? Where, where do you think this is going? Uh. Bray Wyatt, uh, what I can see with Bray, Bray Wyatt, there's rumors going out there, and I'm not sure if this if this is true. Dave Meltzer has known to be accurate in, in the past, but he's also been known to also uh, been wrong in the past. But the rumor is that Bray Wyatt breaks away from this whole uh, walking Matt Hardy spell, and he brings up sanity to the main roster. And he becomes newly or sanity. Mm. So are we doing the decay? Uh, are we going to bring Brother Nero back in the mix? This reminds me of the decay angle from TNA. Uh, could be, could not be, but but he's gonna he's gonna break away from uh, Matt Hardy and uh, Jeff Hardy. That's the rumor, and we'll have sanity called up, and he'll be the new leader. So I'm not sure if that's so, going to be the case. I would love to see it because I think. Bray Wyatt is just a natural leader. I just don't see him being a follower of House Hardy for much longer. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds perfect to me. Like, as far as bringing Sanity up, they already, it's a natural fit, you know, and, and he can't stick with that universe forever. I mean, unless they found something that was really good, but it doesn't seem like they've really developed that too much, you know, so that's what, it, that seems like a great way to go for me. Anyone else had any uh, any objections to that? You? No, I'm kind of you know I'm liking this. So I mean, I, you know, bringing sanity up. Like, hey, 
I'm kind of liking that. I hope that comes. I hope that happens, man. I really do, because I feel like their their NXT time has really ran out. I totally agree with that. I I believe it's time for them to move on. And speaking of one more uh, debut, I almost forgot about uh, the dancing sensation there. No way, Jose. Uh, Adam Rose, 2018, man. He'll <laughs> yeah. be buried. Oh, come on. Don't say Adam Rose. He'll be, I'm sorry, man. The Rose Buds, man. It's 2018. They're going to bury him, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling it, man. Like, and I even, like, I've only recently been watching it. I saw it somewhat like a year or so ago as well, but there's obviously a big gap I missed along the way. I, I texted JT after he debuted. I said, who the fuck is No Way Jose? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> To quote Conor McGregor, I was like, who the fuck is this guy, eh? You know? And <laughs> I just, I, I knew nothing of him. He looks like Carlito mixed with Adam Rose is essentially. Yeah, yeah. The Congo line, the Rosebud. Yep. It's probably about two He's just a Latino. stars in that oh, Congo that's line. exactly what it is. Maybe Brodus Clay. <laughs> uh, um, Tyrus. Let's call him that. That's his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, listen, listen. Honestly, I like no whales. Eh? I mean, I'm a mark. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that I like. Good plug. But um, yeah, one time for Marshall Knight. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I, I am gonna say I can see him doing some good things. But he's definitely gonna be on main event more than he's gonna be on Raw. I will. So, I will say that. But yeah. I will also. Do they say still that. have velocity? They could put him on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh come on. Not velocity. Don't do that. What, what about hey? What about Sunday night heat? <laughs> Sunday night heat, man. I wish they still had that. Hey, look, it is Sunday. Hey, welcome to the Sunday night heat edition of Marks and Mike's. Hey, but uh, hey, man, plug again, JT. But uh, but yes, but uh, honestly, hey, maybe 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 Adam Rose does come back and they become a tag team and they have this big conga dancing. Uh, dancing line, jumping off the uh, no, off Adam Rose coming back. They'll just bring the bunny back and team him up with uh, no way. Hey, the you bunny know. was was more over than Roman Reigns, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was the bunny. The bunny had a chance all night. Uh, but but we are we are gonna move move along from no way, Jose. Hey, listen, no, no way, way. I like no you, no way. way. <laughs> Listen, no way, Jose. I'm gonna tell you how much I actually do like you. Okay, I was at the Impact versus Lucha Underground show, and it was LAX versus the Mac and um, gosh, and uh, Killshot. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, LAX. One of the guys looks like no way, Jose. Not not in the face, just because he has the hair and the beard. So I kind of started the whole no way, Jose chant. <laughs> and it, if you if you do go back and watch Impact. Versus Lucha on Twitch, you would actually hear the fans chanting that. So get a chance, go back and go watch that. That's due to my credit. I, I'm hey, I'm taking full blame for that. And he looked at me like he wanted to fight, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I don't think he wants those problems. But no moving on, fans, bro. Yeah, he doesn't. Hey, moving on. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna go to the go to the last segment of the night, which would be the SmackDown Live show and the Superstar Shakeup and where we think people are gonna be. Take a quick break. We'll be right back on March with Mike. Yes, sir. (laughs) 
two of this episode of part three, episode three of Market Mites. A little bit confused because we're going to be shooting two episodes tonight. We're going to wrap this one up and actually get ready to interview our special guest in a minute. But we're going to talk about part two. Uh, that intro was brought to you by Undisputed Era. Uh, of course, we got to love that. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and the new member of Undisputed Era, Roger Trump. What a yes, nice yeah, and if you would have caught me uh, running errands around town on my day off this week, you would have heard me bumping the Undisputed Air in my car as I was driving around. Hey, man, look, I bump it every day, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's one of the best theme songs in NXT right now. Kind of reminiscent to the whole NWO theme. Yeah, I love it. That is. It has that NWO feel. I think that's the feel they're trying to go for. But one more shout-out to Undisputed Era. But we're going to go ahead and get to these last two segments. Uh, sorry, the last segment of the night, we're going to talk about, of course, we're talking about SmackDown Live's uh, show. Um, how did we feel about SmackDown Live? We did have a call-up there, uh, the call-up of Iconic, uh, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay from NXT. Mm. My personal opinion, I think it's about damn time. Yeah, uh, those girls have been over in NXT for a while. Uh, not only are they over, they can move pretty well in the ring. They, you know who they remind me of? Who's that? The Bella Twins. Let us sink. Let us sink in, and then come back to me with that. I'm gonna let it sink in, and I'm gonna come back to you, Ryan. What do you think? Well, you know, I was really not familiar with their work, but. I'm excited to get familiar with these two, particularly Peyton Royce, as I have mm-hmm. a particular interest in her now. Um, she has a lot of potential, if you know what I'm saying, brother. Um, yeah, I uh, like I, said, I did not see these two in NXT, but um, I'm glad they're here. Hey, listen, they have pretty good matches. As a matter of fact, Bill Kay had a match on SmackDown Live. Uh, I believe that was almost a year, year and a half ago. I, I got it uh down actually, but those two girls, in my opinion, hey, they put on a hell of a lot of work. And uh, this rumored women's tag division, I think they would be actually perfect for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely perfect for it. I mean, hopefully, that does come to light maybe sooner than later. I mean, hey, who loves titles, right? WWE, they love making titles, <laughs> uh, you know, anything to make a dollar. And I'm a mark, so I'll probably be out there buying it as well and spending my money. Get some of those new Doritos uh, Cool Ranch women's t- uh, tag titles for them. You know? Yeah, that's right. And uh, then after that, I'm going to go ahead and get the, get the Raw women's titles because we're going to have to do one for them, too, and go get the, uh, you know, the nacho cheese uh, colored one there. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Doritos. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about SmackDown Live. How do we feel about Carmella? Cashing in on Charlotte Flair after that victory at WrestleMania. You know what, JT? And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. You do. I didn't think they was gonna um, let her cash in. I didn't think they were gonna let her uh, win. I didn't think they were gonna let her win. Either. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I was shocked. I didn't think. I didn't think they were gonna let her win. Like you know, the rumors was going into that was she was gonna cash in at Mania to lose. Right. Right. And, you know, I'm shocked that they 
well with Charlotte with the belt. So it's going to be interesting. This reminds me of when they put the belt on the mid that one year. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what they do with her. Yeah. I'm kind of kind of excited to see what this is going to come. You know, because, you know, they, their, their end plan is, of course, going to be probably Ronda and Charlotte now for the title. So, you know, so which title are we sending her to Raw? Are we, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think a lot of our answers, a lot of our questions will be answered tomorrow with this shakeup. You know, definitely a super superstar shakeup is going to be nice. It's going to be very well. Uh, also, we got to talk about the debut of the SmackDown general manager, Paige. That was a shocker. I mean, you're going for Monday Night Raw, saying that you retired, you know, with Brother Ventures, and the show up uh, Tuesday, and now you're the new GM of SmackDown. But uh, the rumor going around is that was the last-minute decision to go ahead and place with her because I didn't think WWE wanted to take the potential chance of losing her and her signing with anybody. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, at this point, Ring on and New Japan is a forever-growing independent organization that's getting larger and larger, and you know the crowds are starting to get larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you didn't want to risk having her sign over there too. I mean, they already have Emma. Uh, you get one more WWE former women's superstar, then you got some real competition. Yeah, but she can't wrestle, right? I mean... Whoa, according to WWE doctors, yeah, she can't wrestle. Huh. Uh, so, let's, let's go ahead and uh, put that out there, because if you remember correctly, Daniel Bryan couldn't quote-unquote wrestle either, but he had already had tests done by numerous doctors even before he retired. Yeah, but her, her she, I think she has more of what Edge has, so... Right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. She has more of what Edge has, but at the same time, but at the same time, a lot of these organizations are not going to be as thorough as WWE is going to be with doctors. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're pretty much like, hey, who's the big name? Who's going to draw? Let's put them on the card. Right. So it's competition. I'm going to say that was the last-minute decision, but I am happy that she did get the role. I'm definitely happy about that. Well, because the hot rumor had been in recent weeks was that they were going to bring Hulk Hogan back, and he was going to be the uh, the SmackDown GM. And I guess you never really heard a lot behind that, but that was a big rumor. You know? Yeah, uh, we blame the internet for that shit. Yeah, uh, never going to happen, right? Internet, you get three shit emojis for that. <laughs> um but uh, honestly, I, I was hoping that it was the return to Hogan. But I'm just as as happy with Paige being the GM. I mean, it's been a while since they had a female GM, but I think the last one they had was Vicky Guerrero. So, uh, hey, probably yeah. so hey, I can't wait. I mean, it should be interesting stories. Uh, who knows? Superstar shakeup. Maybe maybe the new day gets moved to Raw. So that that'll be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, won't have any that other things come up, and we're not even going to talk about those things. But uh, we, we will say that we, we are happy uh, that she is still employed with the company, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen yeah. to SmackDown uh, going on. But I will say the Superstar shakeup. Uh, before we get there, let's talk about the main event, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. I was more shocked about that because I didn't think Daniel Bryan was going to wrestle AJ Styles. I mean, the rumored card, for SmackDown was going to be rematches from WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's usually what they do. But yeah, I was really surprised to see they did that as well. Um, 
did not see SmackDown, unfortunately, so I can't comment on the action and whatnot. So I'll leave that to you guys. Three straight <laughs> emojis yeah. to Ryan for that one. And I'm going to give two emojis <laughs> to SmackDown too because I wasn't impressed with the show. Okay, Dre, you Sorry. get four just because, just because you Sorry, co-signed man. with that shit. I uh, mean, I, I was, I was happy. Yeah, with I, I, I just said. But that was it, though. I mean, hey, that, look, that was it. hey, being there, I can say it was an awesome, awesome uh, card. I loved it. I yeah. loved the card. I mean, I'm a marketable thing, but it was a good card. It's a great card, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they are going this direction with Daniel Bryan. Great things to come inside of WWE. Now, let's go to the Superstar Shakeup. Let's talk about that. What do we think about the Superstar Shakeup? Uh, who's moving where? And we're going to start off with some particular names. We already talked about it a little bit. Let's go ahead with Finn Balor yep. and the Balor Club. Do they stay on Raw or do they move to SmackDown? Ooh, I disagree. I think uh, I think Ooh. it'd be good to move them to SmackDown. And I think uh, JT and I talked about the move is definitely to bring the club with him if they can, you know, if that's at all possible. And then on SmackDown, try to expand that perhaps, you know, add new members. I don't know if you turn him heel or not, um, depending on, you know, the situation he's into on SmackDown once everybody else is there. But I would really like to see them go forward with that and, and expand it more, you know? Uh, I agree totally with you, Ryan. I say moving to SmackDown live. I think being on Raw is too stacked of a show, first of all. Finn has got lost in the shuffle numerous times. But so has uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Shout out to uh, Luke Gallows. Uh, I've got to chop it up with you at Bourbon <laughs> Street at a particular place, brother. but we'll leave that to you. Nice cold beers. Uh, but uh, Yeah, nice cold beers and uh, everything in between. But uh, we, we are, we are going to go ahead and say that I do think that they have to move to SmackDown yeah. at this point. I mean, they've done all they can well, do about, on Raw. How about you have? Though? You have too much back show. Hey, JT, how about they go to SmackDown as the club, and whether they expand or not, they turn heel, and you have them in a program against Daniel Bryan. You know, that would be pretty great. That would be awesome. I can see that. Or... You also have a program where AJ Styles. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and then you also have like a betrayal between the two leaders at some point, you know, and they could go at it, and that would be great. You know? It's just Bullet Club 2017. Pretty much, but that's <laughs> fine with me. Hey, I, I, I hey that's totally fine with me because <laughs> yeah, uh, if it's up to so me, are we uh, making the, the, if this? If, let's say if this happens, because it's a lot of unfinished business left on SmackDown, especially with the whole. Shinsuke, you do we put Shinsuke in the battle club? Ooh. Ooh, with AJ South, you know, yeah. See, that I'm gonna come with you. Or you know, but I think you could bring Shinsuke in and leave AJ out as a yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm into that. Okay, so we're all friends. SmackDown, right? Yeah, they're not gonna do it though because they don't know right. how to make factions, and Vince hates them. You know, but whatever. Right. I'm going with SmackDown. Uh, okay, let's go with who are we moving from SmackDown? New Day to Raw? Who, who agrees I with that? I think they should stay on SmackDown. Mm, I mean, 
they'll be fine wherever they go, really. If, if they, I think it'd probably be good for them to get a fresh start, you know, and kind of reestablish some things. And, you know, like we had talked about before, hopefully I think it's time to, to break them up pretty soon, you know. And yeah. I think Raw is probably the show to do that. I mean, you, could, you can expand each of their characters into different things when you put them on Raw. You know Maybe, what? I love that. You idea. could bring them on Raw and they'd have their, oh boy, the new day's on Raw. Oh my God. And then somebody snaps and betrays them or whatever. That would be cool. Or, or, or you drop them to a different show. That's true. Yeah, that's an easy way to do it, clearly. Will they, will, you know, how would they be a single character? You know, I think the only person that might be okay, maybe Xavier Woods. I mean, Big E was okay, but, you know, I don't know. I just don't see it, man. I know the product is stale, but but I just I just don't see it, man. I don't. I think the New Day is they a single bad tag team where you just can't break them up. I mean, honestly, the the New Day faction is uh is is growing pretty tired. I mean, I love the New Day as an act, but I think it's time that they all go do their own things. I mean. I got I got the I got the chance to see uh got the chance to see Xavier Woods. And what I will say is Xavier Woods is a is a pretty okay guy. I think his character outside of that new day will be pretty awesome. I think Xavier Woods as a hill. Oh yeah, I agree. Awesome. So I'm going to say Xavier Woods turns hill and he goes to Monday Night Raw. I can see that. I can see Big E even turning hill and actually being that dominant force that he used to be in NXT in the early days. Like so, you know, because you got to think about it. He, ne- he never got the chance to be dominant. He never got the chance to be dominant. When he first came in, he was basically Dolph Ziggler's yep, new yep. boy. And they just, I mean, if you look at the New Day, like, I understand what Dre's saying about how, how good they are and everything, and they become like a just a staple of WWE as like a brand. You just expect them to be there. But if you look at like how long they've been together, it's a super long time for like tag teams, factions, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, I think it's going on like four years or something like that, which is a really long time in WWE, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. I think, I think it's definitely time for the move. But there, they, so. you know, I mean, it's just weird to see it. They've been together so long, but I mean, did they put on such good programs with the Usos? It's like, it's like, well, you know, how would that be? I don't know. It's I mean, that... they the Shield, and they all went on to become single stars. So, yeah, know. but they were destined to be single stars in the beginning anyway. Yeah. All right, so moving on from the new but day. Dre is sad if the new day breaks up. That's what yeah, we're... I'm gonna be pretty sad. <laughs> Right. Uh, speaking speaking of uh, moving on from the New Day, I think uh, if the New Day is not moved, I think the Usos need to be moved. So well, I mean, the Usos have dominated SmackDown this whole entire time. Yeah, I think you're right. They they would benefit from a change too. Yeah, and they could bring that Uso Penitentiary to Monday Night Raw. I think. Yeah, I could see them going out there with the Authors of Pain. Ooh, yeah, that sounds I can good. see that too. You know, you have a whole uh, Usos and Roman versus Samoa Joe and uh, Officer Pain. That'd be nice. That would be a little bit like a little bit of Samoan bash there. I love that. 
That yeah, that actually sounds good. Let's book that fantasy match. I like all these good ideas, and then I'm thinking about what's actually like going to happen on these shows, and I'm going to be sad when none of it happens. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like they'll listen to a bunch of Marks and Mikes. No. Well, Ooh, nice, nice work. Nice work. I know it. I know. It. I know it. Uh, but uh, I will. I will say I can definitely see that move. That move. But if you do move them, I say you bring Naomi too. Uh, oh, there you go. NXT call up. Andrea C and Almas. Which show does he go to? Hmm. Like, I say, I say Raw. I feel his. No, I, I think he'll get lost in the sauce of Raw. I, I just don't say. SmackDown was big him perfectly. Like, like Ty Dillinger, SmackDown was a good fit, even though he's getting buried over there. But. Hmm. I mean, I think you're probably right. I think SmackDown's probably. All right, so we're back. We had a little technical difficulties, but we're back for the second. Ooh. I mean, the last part of this uh, last segment. So we're talking about seeing Almas. Some said SmackDown. Some said Raw. I'm gonna go and say, I'm gonna say he fits on either show. Where where would he prosper more at? I'm going to say he will prosper more on SmackDown, but if you move a Ty Dillinger to Raw, maybe you have a character change there as well. That's fine, but I just don't see him fitting on SmackDown. There's too many big names over there, and I think he'll just get lost in the sauce. But they have a lot of big names on SmackDown as well. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. True. Yeah. They all could be moves. It's a shakeup, but I'm just saying. If he's on SmackDown, there's big names there. If he's on Raw, there's it's a huge, huge name there where he won't fit in. I just think SmackDown just has a better opportunity. You know, I just see him. I mean, I, honestly, I think he'll get buried on both shows regardless. Yeah. But <laughs> I just see him having a better chance. I call the, you know what? It's a new name I want to call the people who get buried. No, no one. No, I actually he was didn't in it. He was in it. I said he still works But the other one's not back, so he's working. Yeah, so. yeah, nobody thought he was in the thing, though. He, he, he hasn't had a match all year. I've seen him. Well, they both were injured, and uh, he came back first. So uh, he's back from injury, but the other one's not Shout back. Shout out to Carlito. So, Huh. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, Carlito comes back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Hey, look. Maybe they team no whales. They will. Yeah, uh, exactly. I I miss him. Uh, you just gonna mark out? You just gonna mark out? No whales. They like that. Yeah. Sorry, man. Had to. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. You oh, I was just saying. I really miss seeing him spit apple in people's faces. They used to pop me every time. Yes. I thought that was yes. hilarious. Like yeah, it. I thought that was uh, reminiscent to uh, more of Roddy Piper. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I can I can definitely uh, dig Speaking that. Speaking of Roddy Piper, uh, so- remember the weird time when like 
Ric Flair was kind of mentoring Carlito and then he like betrayed him or something. That was weird. Like just that whole angle. Anyway, um, <laughs> but about CN Almas, uh, if I could chime in on, on, on Mr. Almas, um, I just, I'm kind of worried about like what Dre said is that I could see him getting buried on either show, unfortunately, because we talked about how good he is as a, as a wrestler and all that, but he doesn't really say much. I mean, and his, uh, his lady talks for him. And while she's good, I just don't know if he like, I don't know what they do with them right away. And I don't know if he, I think he has a hard time getting over probably, but I think he, I think he ends up like Tyler Breeze. I mean, he teams up with the band over Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Well, really get lost. Yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, then he gets hit the two or five well, no, that guy's a 235-pounder. You'd have no to think that's going to happen. Really? You'd have yes. to slim down, yeah. Yeah, you have to really slim down. I don't think he's moving 205-live anytime soon. A little bit too much uh, steak in his diet, so I don't think that's happening. But uh, what, what I will say is superstar shakeup, kid. Uh, you know, it could be uh, anybody. It could be anyone called up. They're, they're even say, saying that anybody could be moved down to NXT. I mean, that would yeah, be Yeah, they true. always say that, but it never happens. So I'll throw a name out there real quick. Speaking of the uh, call-ups and whatnot, I just read this today, and I was surprised. Um, Velveteen Dream is rumored to be coming up to the main roster um, right now. Velveteen. Yeah. And uh, he's only 22 years old. And Hey, I I know you think he's an ass. Yeah, I was going to say, and you ran into him. So you – and I – being 22, you would have questions about his maturity. I don't know if it's a good idea to call him up as much as I like him, you know. Hey, I'm probably going to lie. Honestly, in-ranked performer, he's great. Outside of that ring, the experience I had, he was an ass. He was an asshole. Uh, so, uh, well, I also wanted to say this about that. Like, keep it in perspective. He is 22. This is his first, like, WrestleMania. He's kind of becoming a big star, and it's like yeah. he might have been on some mind-altering substances as well. So, you know, cut the kid a break, you know? Right, right, right. You know, who, who knows? But, you know. I, I, I am, I am going to cut him a break. I mean, I was 22 at once, but, you know, hey, respect your elders, man. I just wanted a, a damn <laughs> conversation. Yeah. But, you know, I, I understand, man. Hey, you're off from work. You know, you, you don't want to deal with fans. So I definitely understand that. So I'm not going to, you know, beat him up too bad. But if he does get called up to the main roster, don't want him to get lost in the sauce. But I can see them doing a few with Goldust. That's just Vince and his wacky. God, I hope not. I really hope not either, but it's Vince. You know, it would not surprise me if they did that. Vince McMahon sends him there, and they have a feud with Goldust. I mean, that does happen. Then his career is over with. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just what it is. But who knows? I mean, maybe maybe it could work out for him. I mean, who knows? But hey, maybe. you only you can only wish for so much. But it's not like Vince is going to listen to a bunch of Marks and Mike. So maybe we're gonna... wants to call him up, get him that money in the bank briefcase, and let him be the first African American WWE champion. Uh, actually, The Rock took that. The Rock's not black. The Rock is half Samoan, right? Yeah, but he's hey, he's black to me, and we. Uh, he, he's not black. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay. I'm gonna start a poll, man. He's not black. Yeah. He's not black. Not black. I mean, was Barack the first black president? Yes. But he's half white. Not <laughs> black. Okay, then. My, hey, my case, my case rests. 
Barack's dad was Barack. white. Barack's dad was white. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Look, listen. His mama named him Clay. I'm called Clay. <laughs> the Rock. Uh, the Rock was the first African American heavyweight champion uh, for the WWE. But before that, we have Farouk. Uh, Ron Simmons is the first WCW. And we can't forget about uh, Booker T as well and then Mark Henry. But yeah, who knows? Maybe he becomes the fifth or I think he needs WWE, a WWE uh, heavyweight I don't think they do that, and I think he's an interesting enough like character. He has his own thing going that he doesn't necessarily need the belt, you know. But but you know what though? Yeah. I would like him to get the belt. I would like him. Sure. Yeah. I would love to see him and him and Alistair Black. Okay. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, and Velveteen could like turn more of a heel. That would be cool. Yeah. Velveteen Dream. Yeah. That that is that is true, but at, at the end of the day, you know, if he does get called up, I wish him the best. We'll see what happens. But hey, that's gonna be our Ooh. show for today. As uh, far as episode three, we're getting ready to do episode four in a minute here with our special guest, Will the Thrill, up and coming indie wrestler. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get that going. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap up on this episode. Thanks, Marsh, for tuning in. For episode three, we're going to go ahead and get ready for episode Follow five. us on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, babe. And welcome back, everyone. This is episode four with Marks with Mikes. I am one of your hosts for tonight on this Sunday Night Heat edition of Marks with Mikes. I am JT, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dre. Say what's up to the people. What's up? What's up, world? And we have a very, very special guest on the line. Met this guy in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, WrestleMania week. I cannot deny it. It's maybe one of the best new up-and-coming any wrestlers the state of Ohio. I'm talking about Will the Thrill. What's up, my man? man? How you doing? Hey, Will, I am doing good, man. I cannot complain. Feels good to be back inside the state of Ohio. I know. That's right. How's everything? O-H. <laughs> I-O. Hey. I-O. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> How's everything with you, my man? How's everything with you? Oh, you couldn't be uh, better at this point, I'd say. Well, I can, but, of course, uh, feeling good. That's good. That's, good. That's what's up, man. What's up, so hey, We're definitely glad to get you on. Sorry, What was that? 
Yeah, go ahead. How was your WrestleMania experience down there with my man, JT? Man? Oh, man. It was just uh, one of a kind deal, honestly. He was up there DJing, and I just walked in, and I was just jamming to all the theme music and everything that was going on. Too many uh, Adam Cole, baby chants. Babe? <laughs> I just got to say that. Sure. Yeah, man. They loved yeah, Adam man. Cole that night. Yeah, man, we rocked out, rocked out, jammed out, man. It was definitely a hell of a time. Uh, so let me ask you a couple questions. Uh, first of all, how did you get your start in the business? What made you want to do this? Well, you know, uh, some some people uh, go with the match they saw. And the one for me that stuck out, I was real young, is the Iron Man match at WrestleMania between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Classic. Classic. And that was it. I was only – Four years old, and that wow. from there on, I I just watched the boyhood dream and dreamed on, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely instant classic match. I could not agree more. I remember seeing that match, man. I'm not gonna give away my age, but let's just say uh, I'm in my thirties. Uh, but... <laughs> it's all <laughs> good. <laughs> Man, you'll never have some Michaels uh, zip lighting all the way down like he did. That was a great match. All right, so uh, that got you hooked on it. As far as your training, uh, where did you train? Well, uh, I'd say it's been about three years almost in total or so at the uh, Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy based out of uh, Newark, Ohio, not too far from Columbus East. Okay. The okay. head trainer is uh, James Avery. Uh, if anyone's interested in check it out, look up his name or the Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy on Facebook, and you'll be able to find them on there. Okay. Yeah, I def I definitely seen some things on there as well uh, when I went on their Facebook page. Man, hey, that definitely sounds like a good move for anybody who's trying to get up and uh, try to get there. As uh, far as becoming a uh, up and coming sure. professional, looks like they actually produced good, good work. I just watched a couple of clips as well, so it, it was actually pretty good, man. Definitely loved yeah. it. I think I saw, saw one of your matches earlier today, man. You put on a hell of a show, man. Big ups to that, man. Definitely, man. Always uh, try my hardest, you know. Yeah, Everything on the line, no matter what. And you and and you you definitely leave it out in the ring, man. They need more people like you up in the big time. So and I really hope you get your big break, man, because what I saw, man, was amazing. Man. I appreciate it, for sure. No problem, no problem. We we actually had a really crazy weekend. We can talk about that in a bit if you'd like. Oh, yeah, tell us about the weekend, man. What happened? Well, you see, uh, there's this promotion down in uh, Nelsonville, Ohio, called XWE Pro Wrestling. Okay. As in We Thrill in the City, my partner, Pop City. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's on. We were a part of a six-man ladder match for the XL title. And though, what? though we came up short in that match, we made sure that uh, all other four of those guys were uh, not going to at least walk out the same for sure. But 
we have bigger plans than that, even if we won the title, because uh, there was also it's, the event is called Brutal Games, and they have two Brutal Games matches. One's a ladder match, and one's a cage match with six people in each. So damn, this sounds We right, came up with the we came up with the blueprint master plan to screw them all. <laughs> Me and Pop City at the same time broke into the cage, and I climbed the cage, and we entered the brutal games match and attacked the two remaining superstars besides our new homie Otto. And he eventually went on and captured the XWE Heavyweight Championship. And at this point, big shout out to Otto for winning the championship. I don't think there's anyone around that's going to be able to stop this dominant force. Well, we definitely look forward to seeing the shot the XWE. Uh, love and love this, to actually see that match. This now. was only Friday. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So uh, last night. In Lima, Ohio, my hometown, me and Pop City both took on an incredible challenge from the police department, (laughs) Rod Street. I don't know if you have ever heard of him, but this guy is an amazing worker. And we got the opportunity of a lifetime, so to say, to perform in front of my hometown on a last-minute call. Stepped up, stepped up to the challenge, and I feel like uh, we we made it felt for sure. <laughs> well, well, we definitely got some uh, some footage. Of- yo yo yo. Hey, we're back. Uh, sorry about that. A little bit of. T- so I promise you, Marcy Mike will get better with better sound, better sound quality. It's gonna happen sooner than you think. But uh, we are going to go ahead and finish up what you were telling us about your Friday night. Now, what happened Saturday night? You were telling me you got to wrestle in front of your hometown. Yes, in Lima, Ohio. More wrestling. Absolute intense atmosphere. We definitely... Uh, see this. Uh, if you do have any uh, footage of it, we'll love to see it. Uh, see it send it to our uh, Twitter. We can send out some clips for you on our Twitter. And definitely, definitely. Definitely. That sounds like a plan. So, so hey, Will, so tell me who who's some of your favorite wrestlers today? Like, the, What do you think about the current product of WWE? You know, what do, <laughs> what do you like about it and what don't you like? It's exciting. It's exciting. I think it's almost as deep as the roster's ever been in total. Overall, you have to include NXT. They're their marquee product, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as much as, like, like oh, yeah. I don't really know what I can say I dislike, really. I can't really disagree <laughs> much, but... You know, I just I just like it overall. I'm not I'm not sick of anything. I like that. Uh, I like John Cena got smashed at WrestleMania. <laughs> Why not? He needed it. Right. He needed to get smoked by the Undertaker one time. 
<laughs> you know what? And and for them to build that match, you know, all the promo for that match, and then for them to just be like, here, you know, I kind of wanted to see more action towards it. You know, maybe, you know, maybe it was just me, but I wanted to see more action. You know, I was kind of disappointed that he got squashed because I thought the promos leading up to the event was just so damn good. So, uh, you know, kind of, I'm kind of, kind of shocked by how it how it went down. But hey, you know, that's what Vince wanted. I guess Vince gets what he wants. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess you could say that. Yeah, it could have it could have always been longer, man. But yeah, like you said, this is it's tough. Yeah. Um, as far as far as my uh, favorite wrestlers right now, uh huh, man, it's tough. I obviously got to say AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah, he's he's a good one. I like Seth Rollins. I like AJ Styles too. Finn Balor for sure. Finn Balor, yeah, definitely. Them yeah, guys are, uh, them guys are uh, who I'm looking at the most. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> hey, hey, them two, hey, them good people to look at, man. Especially you know how you wrestle. It's a good, good people to look yeah. at, man. But I, I really do like Shinsuke Nakamura a lot. I like Shinsuke Nakamura too, Rusev, man. What do you think? Rusev is seriously one of my like most underrated favorites. Like he gets the award for underrated favorite wrestler of mine. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. I think uh, I think the product's great. I mean, we talked about it on the last show. I think the product is great. I think what the product is missing is a little bit more uh, down-to-earth matches, uh, a little bit more fast pace, you know, and uh, also shorter hours. That's what the show's missing. I love the talent, but uh, it's too many hours on, on television. I mean, Fans could only handle so much. We're talking about a total of seven hours from seven hours from Mania, uh, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, and uh, depending on if you watch NXT or not, you're talking about um, almost 15, 16 hours. Yeah, within three days. Yeah, a long time. So uh, that's a lot of time, but. Honestly, uh, we talked about it on the last episode. We thought many it was good. It just, if many it can have a two-day event, especially that it has, uh, you know, separate rosters, then I think that maybe it could be. So do you, yeah, I agree, but do you move, you know, that big, it's not cheap to rent that big, them big old football stadiums. No, it's not cheap at all, but at the same time, I think you still do it and you work out some type of deal because the city, city's bid. City's bid on the rights to get WrestleMania for, for the next year. Okay? Yeah. So I, I don't think that any city would be opposed to doing a two-night event. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, even if NXT was to start earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, JT. I agree with you 100%. You know, I'm just more... Do you rent out the stadium, or do you just do it in the regular arena? You know, and in uh, until like I think the last one that was in the arena was twenty two. 
Like, in the, yeah. In the uh, All-State Arena? Yeah, in Chicago. I 22 was, was in Yeah, in Chicago. No, 23 was in Detroit. Yep, I was there. Yeah, that was Detroit. my first WrestleMania, y'all. Really? How'd you enjoy it in Detroit? Yeah, hey, bro. close to home. I don't blame you. Honestly, honestly, it was uh, one of the saddest moments of my life. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you know, we just talked about John Cena. Yeah. He just happened to be and pretty much diminish Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, he, I don't oh, think yeah. he was supposed to be in that main event. I think he was a villain because of the quad injury from Triple H that year. Yeah. I mean, well, they were, yeah, that was uh, the time they were the tag champs. Yeah. I think they were beefing with Batista and The Undertaker. <laughs> and they had that. That was a way to make hard, something really awesome because they were having their match and, you know, they were doing the, I think it was tag champs versus tag champs because they were tag champs too or something at the pay-per-view before. Yeah, they, they were tag champs. I Both remember. of them were. It was <laughs> wild. Yeah. It was supposed to be Triple H versus Cena. It was. And, uh, yes, and uh, Triple H blew out yeah, his squad. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. was the plan. Yeah, that that was the uh, plan. John Cena, and uh, of course, still a man. But speaking of John Cena, late breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the rumor is going around that John Cena and Nikki Bella have split up after six years. Really? And they actually. Actually, gave a statement that is late breaking news. I literally just got that about forty seconds ago, so that's late breaking news. Uh, by the by the time you guys hear it on uh, Anchor and on iTunes, it's already been news. But just know you heard it here first from Market Mike's. But that is late breaking news uh, that John Cena and Nikki Bella have uh, split up after six years together, and they give a statement to U.S. Weekly. So really, that is. Breaking news. Uh, you heard it here first with Marshall Mikes. But uh, not to stay on this whole this whole topic. About I was there when he proposed to her too. Oh wow! You went to, you went to thirty three oh. last year, huh? Fun fact. Yes. How many how many WrestleManias have you been to, Will? I've been to four. Okay, which, which was, um, we know twenty three was your first it, one. It and was twenty three in the last three. Oh, you went to oh you went to Dallas, huh? How yeah. was it? Oh man, I was I was about eye level with Shane when he jumped. I was screaming like no! Wow! And he did it, and he did it. I could not believe I witnessed that. Wow! Wow! I would love to see that in person, man. I, I really want to go to a WrestleMania. I've never been, man. I hear, you know, I hear from JT. Now you telling me, and man. I had, had a friend tell me before he, he went to thirty when it was in New Orleans. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of WrestleMania thirty, how, how was WrestleMania thirty? Uh, to me, which one was better, thirty or thirty-four? Ooh. Mm, 34, just because of Ronda Rousey and how she just destroyed Ooh. Triple H. Yeah, in that corner. I'm not going to lie. That was awesome. I couldn't believe it. 
I, I'm going to go with 34 as well, just because it was more of a card. I mean, back then, you, you, you didn't have an Asuka. You didn't have a Shinsuke Nakamura. You damn sure didn't have an AJ Styles. You didn't, you didn't have a Bobby Roode. And you didn't have a Jinder Mahal on the level that he's at. Yes, Jinder. I was going to say him too, man. I love Jinder so much. You didn't have a Rusev. So it's like, these these are great characters. And, uh, you know, I, I, I give 34 the highest respect just because it had, it had a lot of stories to tell that night. But like I did say earlier, if WWE does split it, split WrestleMania up into a two-day event, and if it's me, I'm going to do a two-day event and probably probably even do this, but probably do NXT take, TakeOver on a Friday. Uh, do the do the Hall of Fame on the Thursday. Do uh, WrestleMania Part One on Saturday. WrestleMania Part Two, and we'll we'll do it that way. I mean, look at it as uh, Raw's WrestleMania and SmackDown's WrestleMania. If you want to do it that way, I, I just say I just think having seven hours on one event is a little bit too much. Hell, the Super Bowl's not even that long. So, uh, far as that goes, I mean, WrestleManias are something special. So, uh, what what were uh, some of the best matches at 34? Obviously, you just spoke about uh, Rousey. What what uh what really made you jump out of your seat? Honestly, what made me jump out of my seat, my man, uh, the biggest moment of the night had to been the match of. Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. That was a great. <laughs> that was a great match. Uh, just a freak, like like I mentioned on the last show, uh, the streak being over. Charlotte versus Oscar. It was a perfect back and forth story. Um, <laughs> no one was expecting that swerve. W- were you expecting that swerve, Dre? Dre. My man Dre, I'm gonna answer for him. The answer is yes. I expected it all along. Charlotte, the queen, you better bow down. <laughs> yeah, hey, sometimes you do have to bow down. I mean, yeah. uh, honestly, yeah. my voice is still gone from the events that took place. If you can't tell, I'm still. Oh no, I can. I can definitely tell because my voice is gone too. <laughs> And I'm trying, I'm trying to get it back myself. I'm a few days out, but I was screaming at these events this weekend too, screaming at people. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, you got you got to get the people into it, man. So yeah, sometimes you got to scream, scream at them. But I, I will say this: so I gotta know what's some of the promotions that you work for. Well. This weekend specifically is a few places I've been at before. War Wrestling in Lyme, Ohio. Yeah, so uh, a lot of is out there. So uh, the one recently worked for was XWE. And um, he's also worked underneath the privilege of a couple other Companies, if I can recall some of them, I think I have a list of them here. 
Let's see. Looking at his uh, looking at your card, man. You worked at quite a few promotions. Uh, just going back on the list on the list that I'm reading off. The very first one I can uh, pull up here, part of your promotions is uh, you worked for a company out there called RRCW. Yeah, that's really fun place to work. If anyone is near Southern Ohio, I would recommend attending these shows. You never know who might show up. You got to meet my man Zelo Brown over here one time. Ooh, you dealing with the real do now? <laughs> my man, he kicked everyone. Sorry, on the on the street. Hey, did he have on the did he have on the chest plate too? I don't believe so. Oh. Yeah, uh, the life of a professional wrestler backstage must be uh, different. I don't know. That's like the chill spot. Is that like the hangout zone where everyone just uh, chops it up? I mean, the locker room. Yeah, the locker room. I've never been backstage. Well, take that back. I've been backstage once. Really? Uh, I was a teenager, you know, I was a teenager and uh, me being a teenager, teenager at that time, you know, I didn't quite appreciate it. You know, I got to see gold dust. I got to see, uh, mm. got to see gold dust. I think I got to see Brock Lesnar and uh, see Brock Lesnar. I'm trying to think uh, big show. Brock Lesnar is a huge guy, but mm. I'm actually taller than Brock Lesnar. So, mm. <laughs> Hey, but you said Goldie. I got a real funny story I want to share real quick. It happened at the uh, Sheraton in New Orleans. Yeah, go ahead. This guy uh, seen this lady coming with a stroller, and he walked in and like just blew by this person, and they tried to go through the door. I was I was still walking up like there's no way I could have made it to hold the door, and the door smashed the stroller right. Oh, I was shit. like, what the? And then, like, so I got up to the door and I opened it. It was Terry Runnell's oh, with, the, with the dog. I was like, oh, my gosh, is the dog okay? She's like, no, I'm fine. She's like, I was just like, that's crazy. Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was dying. Wow! I thought like it could, it could have been anyone with a baby in a stroller, you know. Turn dog. <laughs> I mean, people are getting like out of hand with their dogs, strollers, the fact that the guy smashed the stroller with the door and like didn't even care. Like it's like, man, come on. Oh, this is like, man, fuck that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this isn't PG after all. No, no, oh no, no, no. We we, we just uh we just dropped a couple uh, bombs. Yeah, for sure. I just wasn't I wasn't catching it clearly or something. Oh no, no, it's it's no problem. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. I was just <laughs> I was just throwing it out there. Oh no, this is very TV fourteen. Uh, feel free to drop a four letter word every now and then. That's right. We are the attitude era of the podcast. <laughs> yes. yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have no time to be politically correct. Uh, I drink a lot of beer and I and I cuss out my boss. See, that. <laughs> me too. You said the word beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's all. But uh, yeah, I got so many stories. But what uh, you guys were saying about meeting people, like you, yeah, the locker room. I met so many people in total, like at these events. Man, it's absolutely insane. Mm. Like people, I still like pretty much talk to daily. Oh, really? Like who? Just, no, I mean, just, like, people I met, like, going to WrestleManias and stuff. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, it's, it's an organic experience. And, uh, Javari, you said you never been to WrestleMania. I say start saving your money now. Yes, man. sir. Next year. I'm I'm doing my best already. That's I'm contemplating it. I've I've talked to a few friends of mine, and what, what is there about. to contemplate? <laughs> oh no, I mean I'm down to go. It's just that everybody, I don't want to go by myself. You know, I need I need a crew there. You know, definitely, definitely. Do you think I will let you go by yourself? I know you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. No, I will not let you go by yourself. That's not so like how I did this year, but me going by myself, end up meeting some great people. Great guy right here on the line with us. And I mean, a couple of the clothing designers. Yes, sir. You know, getting ready to get a couple uh, ventures together here as far as uh, working relationships uh, with different networks. So things are getting ready to move here for March and Mites. And uh, it's it's going to be a lot of big things coming here very soon. Uh, any, any wrestlers out there who want to be interviewed on the show, you can be uh, on the show at any time. Just uh, send us a, a message on our Twitter at Marks with Mikes. Uh, that's on Twitter, or you can send us one on Instagram at, by the same handle. Slide in our DMs. Mikes. You know, slide in the DMs. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, no, uh, no, no funky pictures. You know, uh, but just let us know what's up. Unless there's, you know, your promo picture that's cool. Anything other than that, we'll pass. Uh, <laughs> But I, I will say, hey, you want to be on? Definitely send us messages. But but I will say this. At the end of the day, it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be great seeing you manifest inside this building. Uh, this building that we call professional wrestling, this sanctuary that we call professional wrestling, this religion. But it's... <laughs> It's gonna see. It's gonna be very good to see how you mold and become this great star. Because I can see big things for it for you. Uh, just looking at your style in general, you have yeah. a style. And uh, the only thing it takes is the right person. The right person. Be that. Yeah, I agree. And you're gonna be shooting out of here like a missile. I can definitely see that for you. I can see that for your partner as well. But I could definitely see it for you. Yeah. I could definitely see that on you, man. And uh, there's no telling where you may end up in the next year or two. But it would not surprise me if you're somewhere some, somewhere with a developmental contract. You know, I'm only thinking uh, three numbers. Well, what's that? Two, oh, five. Is the- yes, sir, my man. I love it. It's the goal. And you I can definitely see it on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. It's just one match. Oh, I can see you there, man. I'd love to see it. I met a I met a fairly couple nice people from 205 Live over the uh, course of the weekend. Oh, really? Like who? Uh, 
I'm go with uh, Gulak and Atami. Oh, and they were they were both real stand up guys. They were real awesome. Awesome, awesome. Gabba Gulak. And I told told them I uh, hope to see them on the other side soon. <laughs> awesome. awesome. I could definitely see that. That'll be a good match. I think they are doing another cruiserweight tournament in um NXT, aren't they? Uh I'm not sure. There's no confirmation. The only tournaments I do know that are for sure for sure is the uh May Young. Yeah, I know that. The UK the UK tournament. They're doing another one? Yeah, there's gonna be another UK King of the Ring King of the Ring tournament. They okay, I've heard about that one. Yeah, that's what we're gonna that for a while. But as far as another cruiserweight, uh, a cruiserweight, I'm not sure about that one. It would be good to do it, but they just really just had another quote-unquote cruiserweight classic somewhat yeah. with that uh, recrowning of the cruiserweight champion. Yep. Which but that match knows? was awesome at uh, WrestleMania, by the way. Oh, man, hands down. That, that to me, was within the top five matches of that show. I mean, even down to the intro. Seeing uh, Cedric come in and then seeing Mustafa Ali coming in like Sub Zero, I loved it. They killed it on all cylinders, man. I mean, oh yes, the match was back and forth. I mean, the action was definitely where it needed to be. I was already like out of my seat, and, like I don't know the, the the crazier feeling was already there for me just off of their match because I seen them coming out like you were saying like that. I was like, this match is going to be special. I was thinking it the whole time because I know them guys have been going for a long time, and and that was that was big, real big. Couldn't get any bigger, right? Right. Well, no, I mean, it not, can, yeah. but I mean, the being at WrestleMania is what I'm what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely understand that. Well, next is that was let's, let's let's get it on the the main. You know, the the main card. I think that, that definitely the match. Could have been a, a main card match the way it was presented. I loved oh, it. Hands down. I loved it. And I especially loved his entrance. I think he had one of the probably, he's probably up there. He's like my top five with entrance of the night. Mm. Oh, yeah. Charlotte, hands Charlotte, down. number one in your hearts and on the charts. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that was I really wanted Oscar to win that match, especially, you know, before everything got messed up. I was saying, um, you know, I I really wanted Oscar to win, especially when uh, Charlotte went to the top ropes and tried. I don't know, was it a finish fly? That's a tie. Yeah, and and Oscar just was like yank him straight into the oh to the, oh yeah, my bad. I know what you're talking about. It was just like a moose or the twist. Yeah, and yeah, Oscar okay. just caught her. I was her. talking about the move where they both went. Oh, and Oscar stuck. just caught her into some kind of lock. It was just like like a choke, and it, choke. I think. Yeah, it was like it was like you know like it was done so perfectly yeah. how she came and and snapped it on her. It was crazy, for sure. I mean, for sure, Oscar and Charlotte are just too 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 much magic for one ring. Yeah, I mean. Match to me, hands down was good, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to downplay Alexa and Naya. Nice far as by Alexa, by the way, nice entrance, nice entrance. But but far as the 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 storytelling in that match, 
I'm gonna give it to the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, it was uh, it was different stories, you know. I mean, I feel like uh, Charlotte and Oscar could have been like just a semi main, or I mean, let's be honest, they're like could go with anyone. They could go with the guys if they'd really let them, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, they could. I'm just saying, yeah. like those those two are incredible. Like they're probably the best and my favorite by far, both Charlotte and Oscar. Yeah, that was a really good, good match. Naya and uh, Alexa told more of a story of a dominance. Yes, Naya was dominant almost that whole entire match. There yeah, was the not numbers, really a lot numbers of against her. Yeah, she, she was just dominant. So. That match was actually well, pretty awesome. Well, I got I got emotional. Gotta, I got emotional for her too. Just because, man, she's going through it all. You gotta give give Alexa some credit because Alexa fought back and nobody thought she was gonna fight back because she fought back. Oh yeah, she, she fought was amazing. Back. When she did that flip off the top rope. Yes, I was just thinking yeah. about that as you said it, my man. So, yeah, yeah, like so it was like I'm like, okay. I see you, Alexa. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. You know, it kind of, you know, I know the whole message of the match was to promote bullying and, you know, and, you know, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was just to promote bullying, but it, it seemed like Nia Jax was doing most of the dominant bullying in the match. And, you know, but it was like her time said, to get the little bully back. Yeah. So she was going to have to just eat it this time. You know, you've seen those videos where the bully gets knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that in a way. Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I don't know. Their match was pro- probably like uh, a little longer than, or just about like Cena Taker length, right? I, I, didn't I think, think it was, I think like, it was longer. It was longer. I'd okay. say about six or seven minutes. It was pretty long. Okay, I was gonna say that that match maybe felt like that. I that Cena uh, taking match was like Goldberg, if you ask me. <laughs> which, which which Goldberg or the, Goldberg the, the, Lesnar last year? Yeah, are we talking <laughs> about the one at Mania or the one at like Royal Rumble or Survivor Series? That match was like Lesnar wins. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to plug that. No, no, you could definitely plug that one. Oh my goodness. Who 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 really thought he was winning though? Come on, man. I definitely wasn't thinking that. I wasn't. I thought it was I thought he thought I was gonna lose that. He match. officially goes down as probably the top guy, like the as far as dominance, like so Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels and Rick Slayer. And Brock Lesnar beat the streak, and then Roman Reigns did his thing, and then he beat Roman Reigns. Right. That makes him the man. I mean, that, that <laughs> definitely the does make conqueror. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The ball's Joe pretty much laid it out. Uh-huh. But, yeah, every time every time Brock faces uh, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns loses. But hey, we'll see what happens. At but the you know sport. what, though? And... That match, even though I was kind of like sleep and near, near, you know, in the most of it, but you know when when Roman started kicking out them F fives, I'm like, whoa, is he about to win, Rob? 
I was literally going for about, I was shooting for about 10. I was thinking it was going to take 10. But then out of nowhere, Brock took off them gloves. I knew it was over when he took off them gloves. I said, if you take off them gloves, it's over with. And he took off them gloves, punched them right in the forehead, cut himself real good, and that was all she. Yeah, it looks like Brock Lesnar was pissed during that match. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, from you know, from my point of view, being at my friend's house watching it, you know, I guess he thought that the crowd was booing him. But you know, you two were there, and you pretty much told me earlier, JD, <sighs> that Beach Ball Mania. Was yes, going on. I was just gonna say that's when Beach Ball Mania re erupted, brother. Let me tell you, right there in the Silver Dome. It was absolutely bananas. <laughs> the, the what dome? The silver dome. Yeah. No, the you super dome. The silver dome. It is the silver dome now, brother. <laughs> it is, though. You know what? Good, no, just good, good eyes. No, no. Oh, it's I, still I, the super dome. Mercedes yeah, no. But, yeah, Beach Ball Mania started, and so were CM Punk chants, and things were just going delete, delete, delete. Like, it was it was pure madness from the crowd. But but here's the thing. We, we, wasn't boo- we was not booing Brock and Roman for too long. We only started booing when people started popping the beach balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. When people start popping the beach balls, and you know, security was ex- escorting people. That's when people started booing. I mean, Man. honestly, a lot of people weren't paying attention to the match. Very few, for sure. Very like, few. man, I it was crazy time. Let me ask you this, Will. So, and I asked JT and, and my other co-host earlier. When did what match? You know, how I put this. What match did you lose? Like, what made you lose interest in the WrestleMania after what match? Like, when did it start becoming like, hey, this is this is getting boring. Oh, I've been sitting here for like, come on now. Um, I don't know, man. I'm pretty, I'm pretty into it. Like, I really can't. Like, there's too many people around me upset about other stuff. I'm just sitting here smiling, laughing, like. This is awesome. Like, yeah, I, I just my phone honestly died right when Daniel Bryan got about into the ring. Really, and they I didn't have a I left my battery pack in Ohio, so I couldn't even charge it there. I I didn't have it charged enough anyways to begin with. Stupid me. But they had a. chargers you could rent in the stadium, but the machine four ninety nine. The machine was broken, homie. <laughs> really? Damn, yeah. that sucked. At least when I tried, the lady, the lady was like, "It don't work." I was like, "Should I try anyway?" She's like, "You can try, but I'm sitting here telling you it's not going to work." So I was like, "All right, I'm not even gonna try. Whatever." <laughs> mm. Went right back to my seat. Like it's cool. Um, funny story though. I ran into one just incredible at WrestleMania. Oh, same here. <laughs> That was an awesome encounter. Yeah, I, I ran into Justin Incredible actually getting off the airport. Uh, get, getting out the airplane uh, at the airport there, and I was waiting on my lift, and Justin Incredible walked right past me. Nice. 
And uh, I had to end up getting a picture with him. Uh, as a matter of fact, you all can check that out on the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, I posted it up there. But uh, yes, that's incredible. It's real cool, man. Uh, very cool guy. Definitely, man. We we uh we had a good moment to share for sure. It was at WrestleMania, so I mean, I, I just he didn't think I even knew it was him, and I said something. He just looked at me and smiled, and uh, we chopped it up for a minute or two. Yeah, man, it's uh, definitely good to see him. He's look he's looking a lot better, a lot better, which is good. Which is definitely good. Uh, so. We're going to do one more segment, and this segment is going to be what, in your opinion, was the better match? We're going to go for the NXT uh, championship, or are we going for the WWE championship match? Which one was the better match? To be honest with you, I have not seen the NXT championship match yet. Oh no, Will gets two shit emojis for not seeing it. <laughs> Damn it. Andre. The only match <laughs> the only match I've seen on the NXT card was one the latter match. Uh yeah, that was a great match. But um, I will tell you I'm gonna watch the whole thing. It's just a matter of time, my man. <laughs> okay, so, so I'll what, tell you what. JT, the next you time we have you yeah. on. You have to watch. You have to tell me about it. Definitely, I will. I will re-answer that question at another time. <laughs> Dre, you about yeah. to say something? Yeah, you might have to give me a shit emoji too, man. I kind of, <laughs> kind of that bat. I kind of saw bits and pieces of that bitch. Dre, <laughs> God damn! What, what's that? Six shit emojis for you today? You gave me four for no reason. You need to take it. You need to take those four back. No, man. Hey, listen. Six, six shit emojis. That makes it. That makes it makes it that you have diarrhea, dude. So uh It makes you a real piece of shit. <laughs> have a lot of tacos. Yeah. God, damn. That's horrible, dude. Well, I'm gonna give my best opinion on that. The better match for me is definitely gonna be AJ versus Nakamura. Uh mm-hmm. the CN Amos and the Alistair Back story was awesome. But uh, if I'm going for a good match, I'm going to say AJ versus Nakamura. If I'm looking for that feel-good story, then I'm going to say Allison Black versus uh, CEO Almas. I wasn't really that. Im- I wasn't that impressed with the Shinsuke and AJ match, especially with them really trying to relive the hype of New Japan. And I think you know. Really? And I think- they were trying to, I but I, what, uh, there's only so much we can do. Yeah, but what I think what really blew the breath out of the audience in that match was just because I think I was telling JT earlier. I think they went on after the 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 Ronda Rousey Triple H match, and after a lot of things, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of hard, and to, it wasn't the semi-main; it was like the fourth to last match or yeah yeah i think like i think they played the new day yeah i was just gonna say that in the bludgeon brothers dominated yes so awesome and i i was screaming because i knew they were gonna win honestly i knew it they had just been wrecking teams for like months now yeah it's about damn they got the hardest entrance 
it's the hardest overall looking guys you can find. You know, they just look scary. Yeah, those guys, it's about damn time. They got tag team gold around their waist. They should have already had tag team gold around their waist when when they debuted as the Wyatts on WWE Raw. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's that's a whole different story. But definitely that was a great match. But, yeah, you are right. The crowd didn't have a lot of uh, energy left. Yeah, they had a that match. I will tell you, being there watching it, it was a good match. Actually, actually, actually sitting there watching it, I loved it. I loved the match. Uh, was the New Japan better? Yes. Mm. New, New Japan match was better, but yeah. I like the match. But still, yeah. It, uh, if only they could have got like 45 minutes, man. Yeah, they they could have got more time than yeah, that would have been an awesome match. But you know, WrestleMania was pressed for time, and of course, you know they didn't want to. Man, <laughs> goes back to what we were saying earlier. Man, oh man. Yes, let's split WrestleMania up for two days: <laughs> a Raw side and a SmackDown side. <laughs> three hours each. Three hours each. There you go. And that solves the problem of having a seven-hour show. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but like I said, the cities will pay. You get the same seat both days or whatever work your work your deal, you know. <laughs> they'll, oh yeah, they'll I, I, I see the package deal. You know how much the package deals will be for that <laughs> for two days of WrestleMania in a stadium. The package deal is gonna be like two thousand dollars for the highest, like the 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 nosebleeds. Hey, people pay it. I spent two thousand dollars myself. Keep it simple. People pay it. People pay it. I love it. Yeah, if we're not, someone else is. You know, hey, as a million dollar man said, everyone has a price. (laughs) Everyone's gonna pay because the million dollar man always gets his way. The million dollar man is this big man, and he's gonna get his way. So if he wants to do WrestleMania in two events. So be it. Yeah, I, I think agree. I agree. I, you know, I, I wouldn't. I will say he if he he wants to get his way, but the way the WWE is set up nowadays, I don't think that'll happen. You know, the WWE is a publicly owned company now. They just can't cash out money like they used to. <laughs> sorry, I had to get technical right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're I'm right. Sorry, you know, it is a publicly traded company. But at the same time, people are going to come from all over the world to see a first time ever split split WrestleMania card. I want to say it's happened before, but it, no. it was on the same night. It was WrestleMania was actually in two stadiums. I think it was WrestleMania two. Yeah, I remember. I can't think of the number of time. I think it's. I think it was two. It was in the Trump. Plaza, right? And the other was no, that Plaza? was that was five. I think that was five and six or six and seven. But they had it in the same place back to back. Um, this WrestleMania was actually the one I'm talking about was broadcast the same day, but it was in two different arenas. I think one was in yeah. LA and one was in New York. I, I will have to look it up, but I think it's WrestleMania two. Illinois. Really? Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
I just looked it up, bro. Yeah, because it was Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bunny in a steel cage. Mm-hmm. One in Illinois, one in Cali. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's awesome. Oh, you are right. You are definitely right on that one. Good call, my man. So, it's happened before. I guess it has, but that was the well, same. It's, it's, it, was, it, was, it was the same thing, like, you know, but... I mean, yeah, yeah, they could extend it or something and do something. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think dual cities for WrestleMania. One, yeah, but, but even if you do dual cities, you still have to look at broadcasting, right? So if you do it in dual cities, then guess what? You still have all these matches to put on the card. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's gonna have to be on two separate nights. But I don't, I don't think that you do, you know, the same day because you're still going to end up with the same amount of match, and you're still end up, you're still going to end up going over three, three hours. So I say, do it on separate nights. Yeah, I mean, we just have to see the the future is upon us. <laughs> so, uh, if you're listening, uh, Vinny Mac, a couple marks here with Mike's to just gave you an idea. Sure. You gonna listen? Probably not. No, no, he's not gonna listen to a bunch of Marshall Mikes. But uh, but I will say, man, hey, this has been a great ass time uh, having this time with you on this phone, man. Just being a part of the podcast. Uh, we definitely gotta have you back. You gotta have your tag team partner as well. And uh, if we can make that happen, I could definitely uh, see you being on another future episode, man. Definitely, man. I'll be with him. Let him know when you got the show, man. I definitely want to come out and see you, man. Hey, that you too. Guys, you guys yep. are both in Cleveland, right? Yes, we yeah. are. Oh, man. Well, this weekend uh, on Saturday, I'm headed to West Virginia. Um, not like relatively too far from Charleston. And on Sunday, I'm heading all the way up to Warsaw, Indiana for shows. Damn, man. The life of an indie wrestler, all the traveling that you do. You have to let us know next time you're coming to Cleveland, bro. Definitely, man. I'm trying to think off the top. I might be doing some shows close to uh, Lima area again. I'll definitely be at the next War Wrestling show on May 12th. It's called the War Rumble, and it's going to be epic. It might actually be worth coming. It's it's a seriously hot promotion, and there's a lot of things that uh, are out there to be seen. Well, definitely, man. Keep us in touch. Uh, keep us in touch, and we're definitely willing to uh, try to make it out there. Let everyone know where they can follow you at, man. For sure. You can follow me on Twitter at I Define Will and Instagram as well. All right, guys. You heard it here first. Well, thank you all for tuning in. This has been episode number four of the Marshall Mike's podcast, Sunday Night Heat Edition, back-to-back episodes. We love you, Marks. Tune in to the next episode five, and make sure you share this uh these clips and share the uh, twitter messages as well as instagram videos that i will be posting out there hey love you marks we'll see you next time hey peace out see y'all